Hi, this is Susanna Barton. Welcome to season two of Grand Plans, the podcast. This is episode one of season two. Thanks for joining us. Hi, this is Susanna Barton. Welcome to uh, season two of Grand Plans, the podcast. This is episode one of uh, season two, and I am super stoked to have three lovely young women in the studio today who are going to talk about their perspectives of this grand plan talk we've all been into. And so I've got Marley Barton uh, here today and (laughs) Francis Mosley and Kat Lamb. And these, um, uh, Marley and Kat are both rising seniors at Swanee, the University of the South. And Francis just graduated um, with a degree in economics uh, in May. So I'm thrilled to have all of these lovely people in the studio. And uh, welcome, girls. Hello. Uh, Thanks for having us, Mom. (laughs) Well, yes, thank you. Well, I'm so glad y'all are here. Um, So one of the things that's kind of... uh, I don't know, foundational about this whole thing is I've kind of come up with 20 things that I think are very important to creating a workable grand plan for all of us old people. But these are just my thoughts on it. Like I'm 51, I think. Yes, I'm 51. And so my perspective of what's important is going to be a lot different than what y'all's is. So that's what we're going to talk about today is kind of go through some of them. And I would love to hear your feedback about what you think is important, what you think is redonk, what you think is not really that important um, right now in your perspective, um, and any other thoughts you care to offer on these things. So we'll jump right in and talk about the number one thing that is just on everybody's list, and that is to have a workable grand plan, you need to be dedicated to minimizing. That means like getting rid of your stuff, pairing back, not carrying the load of all the stuff that you've accumulated in your life. Um, and Marley, I know yesterday we talked a little bit about the future and like if we would be staying in this house that we're sitting in right now forever. And, and uh, I sensed you had some sentimental attachments to the stuff, but to the house, but do you, is it the same for the stuff? Like, what do you guys think about stuff collection is it is it important to have a lot of stuff or is it a burden what do you think Mm, well anyone who uh has walked into my room would know i have a great excitement with stuff i like stuff random stuff things um but that has been one thing that i've been trying to stray away from and i think it's important yes in your older years to try to minimize because I mean who's going to be using that random little thing you've had for the past 20 years um but in terms of stuff at our house yeah it's fun to find things from when I was like five years old that I haven't seen in 15 years like it's just more nostalgic really but at some point it's like you know you find it after a while and then it's time to get rid of it what do you think is the best way to store it get rid of it like to do with it what what do you think? Well, you can just put it in my old room. <laughs> oh, just stack it up. Stack it up with the Christmas decorations. No, um, I don't know. I think it's, 
like you don't want to if it's your stuff like not putting it putting that burden on someone else but i think oh sorry need to get closer to the microphone mm-hmm. um I just, that's a hard question because it's like well it's the stuff i grew up with so yeah right. at the end of the day it's important it's, to it's you. important to me so i'll i take that stuff but uh it's nice to come back to a place where i know it's been and won't really leave yeah Pass the mic to Francis for a second. Francis, my what turn. Is, yeah, <laughs> your turn. What is your um, how how have your parents been approaching minimizing um, their stuff, and how do you feel about that? Well, oof. so my parents, we've moved. My parents are divorced, and so I've moved loads of times. At this point, I just carry the stuff that belongs to me. Is what I've gone through all four col- years of college with. I don't really right. have. I mean, I just went home last week and my dad was cleaning out my whole room. They're doing a big renovation on our house. And so I think I maybe threw away, I threw away two bags of my stuff. Not even, I think it was like one bag and that's all I had left at that house. And before that I had cleaned up like half my other stuff, thrown it away to Goodwill. And so I've definitely learned to minimalize everything that I have just because I've all, I'm always on the move. Right. And just I haven't really settled down in a while and so I've always found it's like a lot easier to yeah. of course carry around just main sentimental things like I used to have a big rock collection and now I've just <laughs> I threw all that out I was yeah. like I don't remember where half these rocks are and I kept one that I got in Copenhagen um cool. and then and I don't know I just think that do as you feel, do y'all feel like it's like that you're going to need a lot of stuff. Cause I know that's the big thing, you know, from the generation above me, you know, there's, they've had a lot more stuff like, Oh, you need a full living room set and a dining room set with a buffet and fine China and then everyday China and then stemware. And I mean, are y'all, I, that I don't think high we're like, maintenance with stuff. I don't think we're attached to stuff that much like that as in the old generation, because like they grew up like I feel like I mean I don't know like I imagine them sitting down having a nice dinner all together family wise and like eating on the nice china and like dressing up for dinner and everything and like it really is done up but now it's just very it's more of a casual thing yeah and I don't even know what half that stuff is I I mean imagine I know what it is that you mentioned but do you want it I mean the most I've ever thought of is that china is something you get at your wedding like or maybe but like are y'all thinking you want that stuff at your wedding I mean it'd be nice to pick out your own china and have your own like silverware and dishware but i think at the end of the day i'm gonna get passed down china from my like that were my parents that we've i've never even seen before so Mm -hmm. it's not really that big of a deal to me i just i've never really thought about that like i just thought oh this is something you get at your wedding i'll deal with it later Um, yeah i don't know i think especially my perspective just get things that you need and get rid of it when you don't need it and yeah well y'all live in a, a more disposable um, time or th- things are more disposable than they were in my time and definitely in my parents time it was like before you bought something nice or big or expensive and you just held on to it and took care of it forever but now it's like with target and ikea and all the things you know. yeah it's much more like 
oh, get something new or like rebrand and yeah. get the newest updated like right. version of something. Also, I don't, this is like kind of different, but I thought about this earlier with when we were talking about stuff and like seeing like something nostalgic from like when you were a kid. But now that we have, t- now we have like cell phones and things. And so like all of our nostalgia we get from photos. Yeah, at and this you point, have it all right here. And it's so easy to access. So like mm-hmm. that definitely like warrants like getting rid of stuff a lot. It's a lot easier to do that. And mm-hmm. my friends have taught me this rule now. Like, I used to hoard clothes and never get rid of them. But my mm-hmm. friend was, like, was finally going through all my clothes. And she was like, okay, if you haven't worn this in a month and it's not, like, a seasonal item, like, yeah. then get rid of it. Yeah, smart. Like, I like your friends' yeah. ideas. And I was, like, and for a while I was just like, oh, no, I, I don't want to do that. I might, I really like this. I might wear it. And then eventually, and I finally was just like, all right, I haven't worn all this in, like, three years. I need to get rid of it. Yeah. So y'all are already starting. Yes, we did actually just go through the entirety of my closet what? and got rid of all my dresses. Drop the mic. Yep. So if anyone wants some free people dresses, come on down. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, I'm very proud of y'all for getting started early on this because let me tell you all the stuff, it just accumulates. And so that is one thing to keep in mind as you get older. I would like to also mention, I think a word we're looking for for our generation is we like trinkets. There's a lot of trinkets, trinkets. Like small, because small, they're small they're and small, manageable. They're small, cute, like, okay. you know, they just sit on the shelf and go nowhere. Like, for example, my friend Nadia, she has, for the past three years in her dorm room, and probably before when she was living at home, she has this tiny little cat that looks like it's just a little tiny cat figurine, and it sits on a shelf, and it just sits there. But it is so adorable, and yes, if I saw that, I would buy it. No? Oh, well. <laughs> Just Don't not, know why. not 20 of them. Not 20 the of them. No, yeah. no, okay. God, no. <laughs> All right. No, I well. Have those. I have a little, um, I have a little, what is it called? The like toy, the toy ducks, the plastic ducks that float around in the, um, bathtub oh yeah i have one yeah rubber duckies so all my for graduation in high school one of my friends got all of us different rubber duckies like it was our personalities mine was a police officer rubber ducky i'm pretty sure so he has gone with me everywhere oh y'all are sentimental gals i love it um all right well let's move on um to number two on my list which is to Um, as part of a grand plan, I think it's important that people embrace your, embrace their age. Like I'm getting older and that is awesome. And I look older and that is great. And in, so in your appearance and in your role, like I'm a grandparent now, or I'm a, you know, a, a mentor or, um, someone who is, you know, on the scene for a younger person more. So I think it's important to just be comfortable and embrace that. Have y'all ever given any thought, like, how do you want to age? Like, so, cause now there's more like, oh, you can get plastic surgery and like injections and fillers. And, you know, I think people are looking and feeling younger now, but is there an importance? Yeah, we're, uh, if you didn't catch that, fine wine, Francis said, we are aging like yeah, fine that, wine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We, um, I don't know. Well, yeah, I, the only thing I care about and will always care about is just being happy. I feel like that's what everyone wants, just mm-hmm. to be happy. And 
you know, some people might find that in keeping their appearances, yeah. what seems to be the social norm of pretty or like the social standards of pretty by using Botox or dyeing your hair. So I can understand that. So if that makes you really genuinely happy, like, go for it. But mm-hmm. you're just going to have to reap the consequences of what that does and how it's going to come off to other people like same age. And they're like, what the heck? Why are you, why do you look like some supermodel? And I'm like, has it come full yeah. circle with you you guys? Like there's such an, an emphasis on appearance and like not looking old. Like it's so normalized now that you hardly even see like a normal old older person like who has wrinkles and um their hair is gray like is that the expectation now is that you don't ever really look old i i feel like it's more like subjective or yeah but um it's kind of like when we're young we're like told like oh be pretty and skinny and blonde and like Mm -hmm. everything and that's like when you're old you're like look younger like all that and I think it's really just the mindset that you have when you're younger that carries on with you into adulthood and like if you're totally comfortable with who you are when you're younger and everything and not really like I don't know how to explain it but like looking at more into like kind of just feeling good and like making yeah. sure you're healthy and everything and like have that transition over into adulthood. I think it's just all in your mentality and like whatever. Like do, you, like, do y'all, would y'all get plastic surgery? I probably won't. I don't know. Unless I need it. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. It's really just, yeah. Like Marley so said, if it now. makes you happy. Yeah. Like I know, I don't know if my stepmom will allow me to say this, yeah. but I know she got a breast enhancement yeah. because she just wanted bigger boobs. She always had small boobs and she yeah. was like, I have the money. I'm not getting any younger. It doesn't really matter. It's my yeah. body. I can do whatever I want. I'm going to do it. And like me, like I have tattoos. And my parents are always like, Oh, Francis, what are you going to yeah. do when you get old and wrinkly and all of this? And I'm I might like, have these same thoughts, Marley. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm just like, ah, I'll deal with that when it comes. Yeah. If I'm like looking gross and old, then you know what? I'm gross and old already. Might as well be gross and old with tattoos. Yeah, there you go. See, it's good, good thought process. Yeah, bring on the grays, though. Yeah. Bring on the grays and the white hairs. Yeah, I like that. Well, I we think both it looks good. Francis is going to get some beautiful... Does she have gray hair? Yeah, mom? my mom has gray hair. Oh, she gets that. it colored, so it's like all even and like nice looking. But that's oh, nice. My mom had gray hair. Silver, gray hair. It's great. I love it. That's oh. all that she. That's all you want, mom. But yeah, you'll, you'll get there. One of these days. All right, let's keep moving. Um, I'm gonna go right to one that I definitely want your opinion on, and that is. Um, how important it is to to be relevant with current events and to keep up with key technologies like cell phone use, app use, different um, technologies that are coming out. Um, is that something you all see as as key for communication and connection with people who are older than you? Yes, definitely. I mean, any... Any elderly person or, you know, older person who can keep up with, you know, Facebook or have a phone at least, you know, I feel like that's just, you know, impressive as it is. But I think it's also like something I was thinking about. It's like the phones came out 
however long ago, almost 20 years, longer. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's almost like these older generations kind of made a decision. It's what it seems like to not follow. Like just to say, nope, turn your head up. I'm not going to do the whole smartphone. I'm not going to do the telephone. And then from there on, it just grew and grew and grew. Like, for example, my 95-year-old grandfather oh, yeah. who has never wanted to use a phone. He doesn't use a phone. We've it's tried. a landline. It's a landline. Very yes. high tech. Very high tech. But it's mm-hmm. like I, I sense he might have, you know, not wanted to do all that. So then just kind of dug him in further, which is fine. But I just think being able to keep up, you know, it's an easy way to keep up with your grandkids, your other relatives. It's an easy way to find relatives. I mean, I think it's very beneficial and Apple does do um, teaching lessons. They have little se- seminars mm-hmm. where you can, you know, if you're elderly or just want to get in the know of how to use a phone, you can just go sit there and a lot of people will be in the same boat as you. I think yeah. it's just important. I was thinking also, I think I mentioned this earlier with people like our age always wanting the new gadgets and new things yeah. like with the furniture. Yeah. I think like, I mean, I have some friends that as soon as the new iPhone comes out, they're the first to buy it. So I definitely think with our generation, we're going to follow along. I also, it's weird to think like where else is technology going to go from here? Yeah. Like, it feels like AI stuff. Yeah. It feels like we've about like gone as far as like we can, but I'm sure y'all thought the same thing when you were in the 70s. Yeah. We were playing those VCRs. Yeah. Y'all were like, this is awesome. Yeah. It doesn't get any better than this. What is it going to, we're going to have 3D like. Yeah. And then Betamax came out. Yeah. So like, it's like weird to think like, I don't know. It's like hard to see like what would be next. So I feel like we're just going to get one iPhone after the other and like, yeah. Eventually, it's going to be like on your wall or yeah. something that I will not buy. Yeah. Well, are there themes like um, in terms of what is like critical for keeping up like phones and compute like or apps? Like what is what's essential? Like if you're just going to do a bare minimum, you're an older adult. What what are what are the couple of few things that? I guess just having most important. whatever it'll be, like whatever communication kind mm-hmm. of device we'll be using in the future when we're more like in our 60s, 70s, ages like that, mm-hmm. kind of keeping up with that and like understanding that. Because you also like, you still, when you're, I know with like my grandparents or I could see it, like you definitely, as you get older, you still want to maintain your independence. Right. And I think that's a lot easier when you like, are up with the trends not the trends necessarily but are able to like follow along with the technology that's current current events and everything and I definitely think like it's different like with current events like because I know my grandparents will sit on the news and just watch that so I think I'll definitely I think as you get older you start you tend to get a lot more a lot better with keeping up with current events so I think that's not something that's going to change. Mm-hmm. Um, like, do you, if you, let's see, if your grandparents, um, like, would it, would it be easier, better, more connected to, to communicate, keep up with your grandparents if they were on your social media apps more, using the same technology you have? Um, how would that improve or change things for a relationship? 
That's a good like, question. What I if mean, Papa was on Snapchat for oh, example? Oh, Okay, well, let's not use Snapchat <laughs> as an example because... <laughs> I feel like I don't need my grandparents like on like to be able to keep up with me. They don't need to be like I show them those pictures. I send them like all the pictures that I put on like Instagram or anything and they just want to see the photos. They don't care about interacting with them. I think that's the thing you do like for your friends and like yeah for family too but more like extended like maybe your parents and siblings and cousins like to be able to see and keep up. But I think as long as like you also like kind of keep in touch with your grandparents, text them, call them, send them photos. I think that's yeah. a different like, because a lot of time, I don't know. I mean, I know kids like will sometimes just not really want to like talk to their grandparents or anything because they do just want to like they sit back and they're like, oh, you're getting so big yeah. and like yeah. you see, I don't know. It's also I don't know. It's all it's a di- it's a divide. It's very different. Yeah, kind of two different sides. But I think as long as like. But you all still are you, proactive or wanting to be proactive in that way oh, in yeah. communication and conversation. Yeah, for sure. So maybe the technology and the how relevant they are doesn't necessarily negate or uh, challenge your your um, relationship. Yeah, no, at the end of the day, you know, you're still seeing them at um, events, you know, at holidays or if you're lucky enough to have everyone live in the same city as you, you've seen them a lot, which is nice. Yeah. So, I mean, for me personally, I, I don't feel like I need to, I don't need my grandma to be seeing every single Instagram post because I'm going to see her soon. And just, um, again, like what Francis was saying, they just want to see the pictures, know the story. Yeah. That's all they want to know. Right. And, you know, they could put on that, like, oh, I'm young. I'll, I'll do the Instagram for you. But no, at the end of the day, it's like that doesn't change the relationship. It's you're still seeing them. So there's hope. There's I hope. love it. There's hope. Okay. Yeah. yeah well, but you, yeah, yeah, you can keep posting me until you're in your nineties on oh, your Instagram. Oh, good, because you're my content. Yeah. See, it's <laughs> a see if you enjoy if you enjoy doing it. That's yeah. Like some there are just some accounts out there. You know, some old grandmas who just they post whatever they want about their grandkids or just anything funny it's just it, it's not meant to be funny but it's just funny because they don't actually know how to use facebook or instagram it just yeah. ends up looking yeah funny. and definitely not the snapchat yo no never yeah all right um okay so i guess i'm gonna ask one more question and then we're gonna wrap it up um, one more wine okay driving Okay, so that's a big deal for me because it it does happen to every person in their life. You know, you get to an age where you're just not comfortable, safe enough, whatever, to be driving. Um, Have you had any um, run-ins with elderly drivers that have been concerning? And are y'all going to be willing to give up your keys when the time comes? Well... You cute little (laughs) 21 and 22-year-olds. I know. Well, I'm... I will personally drive as long as it is safe. But an example I'm going to use that (laughs) we went through as a family was when my 95-year-old grandfather, yes, he is still kicking and so healthy. Uh, He's going to outlive everyone. But he, yeah, he would sink down, like barely be able to see the, the road. You know, he's slunched in his car probably barely see the top of his head if you're driving past him yeah it's like oh my god that can't be safe that can't be safe uh so 
at that point, like take take the keys. You might still physically be able to. You might see fine, but I uh, I don't know. It's if it's not looking safe, it can't really be too yeah. safe. So it's, use your judgment is what I say. Yeah. See, I want to be driven around. I'm ready to be passenger material. Get your like, own driver. Yeah, y'all, y'all can be my drivers. Yeah. You can just drive me around. Uh-huh. <laughs> no. To play pickleball and Get stuff. Nice, eh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <girl>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah marley oh yeah you can't drive but you could play pickleball <laughs> marley's favorite joke to play on me is when we're um coming into a store from the parking lot and she s- says very loudly come on grandma come on this way <laughs> we're going to the store <laughs> so anyway well you girls are very cute and i am very grateful to y'all for sharing some of your perspectives on uh a grand plan and Y'all have plenty of time to think about it. This is nothing that you're going to be facing anytime soon. Whew. But you're right. But now we we can have good conversations about it. So um, anyway, thanks, you girls, for being in, this, in the studio. And we will welcome you, you back for part two maybe tomorrow or the next or TBT. later today. Okay. All right. All right. Thanks for having us. All right. Mom. <laughs> Bye, girls. Bye. Thank you for listening to episode one of season two of the Grand Plans podcast. You can find it on YouTube under uh, at Grand Plans or on Facebook or Instagram uh, or on our website, www.mygrandplans.com. Thanks for listening.